Throwdown Thursday. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hello. I am your host, Agent Nicole. I am Ironborn. I am actually, my real name is Peach Quantum Zombie, Zombie Hunter. Hunter. Dude, I know how to talk about my name, so shut up the fuck up. Anyways, welcome. Welcome to our next episode. And I am with an angry nerd, Patsy the Angry Nerd. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm all right. How are you? Not bad. I survived. I survived Unchained. And also, we have the Mistress of Merlot, Za- um, Zombie, Vamp- Vampire Blood. Bride. Oh, Vampire Bride 9000. I have it written down. You could have just asked. No, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> the beautiful Ashes Fall Nightmare. I am a very snotty girl right <laughs> now. Mm. Sexy. <laughs> snotty beat me twice last night. <laughs> oh. <It's> wonderful. Ayo. <laughs> and... As always, we have our wonderful producer, Johnny Wolfenstein. Hello. I got to turn my mic on. Hello. I'm not a a very good producer. (laughs) And with us, our lovely, lovely uh, sister of the Grand Guignol Network, um, the best host of Elm Street Kids Movie Club, Stephanie Wiley. Well, can I get a clip of that on loop, please? Because I'm just going to play it like, over and over and a over. A loop with the uh, Jason Momoa thing that I sent you earlier? Oh, like, my one God. One minute of that clip in that loop. So I didn't know to it. post it on yours or Elm Street Kids. I didn't want to make everywhere. Mars mad. Just post it everywhere. Okay. All right, yeah, the I'll more the merrier. Everything makes Myers mad, though. I mean, have you met him? Yeah. <laughs> he runs out of chunkies. He's angry. We got him a MZ shows up, Christmas. he's pissed off. MZ doesn't show up, he's pissed off. It's true. We did. Um, we got him a present for Christmas, and then in lieu of sticking a bow on the package, we actually taped a chunky bar to it. Oh my so, god! You know, <laughs> he was happy. Yeah, that's good. The simple things. Yeah, he's a man of simple tastes and pleasures. Yeah, it was his uh, his chunky on the outside of his uh, Ryan Gosling prayer candle. <laughs> oh my goodness. Saint Saint Ryan. Saint Ryan. <laughs> I did hear a great line about uh Ryan Gosling, you know, in re- in relation to Beauty and the Beast about how it's hard for people to fall in love. He's like, Ryan Gosling couldn't do that and his dick is made of Ryan Gosling's dick. Huh? Apparently I'm the only one who thought it was funny. I thought it was funny, but it was also <clears throat> like early this morning and I hadn't had coffee yet and Ashley before caffeine is a little delirious so you know <laughs> it happens I thought it was hilarious with or without caffeine how are I things- don't understand how that was funny I don't know either how's things down in Atlantis you know, down here it's better down where it's better take it from me <laughs> under the sea under the sea yeah all right, so this week are our- Disney princesses though. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore. Ours look a little different, but uh, definitely princesses. Uh, um, you have a different kind of coordination here. <laughs> Sorry, I got sprung up as being the host today, so I'm, give me a second of collecting my thoughts. But we are talking about a little nine-year-old girl. <laughs> on a popular animated show on Fox, Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers! Of Louise Belcher. I'm excited to talk about. You smell like ointment and pee. No, you smell like ointment and pee. No, you smell like ointment and pee. 
<laughs> oh, it's going to be a good show. We're going to start quoting the shit out of that. So we do have a question for everybody. So <laughs> Louise Belcher, if you haven't seen the show, she's the little one with the green dress, but she's known for having pink bunny ears and she refuses to take them off. She does. So a question had been popped up um, before the show air, uh, before the show um, started. <laughs> what is an article of clothing, which could be now or in your childhood that you refuse to let go of. You might still even have it right now. So, Patsy, how about you? Well, it's not anything from my childhood, but it's an article of clothing that I've had for many, many years, and I was wearing them. Oh, my God. Are you talking about those fucking pants? I'm talking about the green shorts. Oh, my God. Those fucking pants. That I was wearing, but not for very long, the first time I met Ashes. Ayo! <laughs> and... Uh, she was very excited a few years ago when they got this huge rip right down the middle of them. Wait, do you still have those fucking pants? I still have them. Wait, you still have them? I thought you threw them. I thought. Uh, wait a minute. Nope. I thought I threw them out. Breaking <laughs> news. You may have, but I still have them, and they are hidden in a place you will never find them. And even if you happen to find them, they are hidden with something that would repulse you and keep you away from them. It is uh. a certain. Uh, digital video disc of a certain Steven Spielberg film. So that movie is not supposed to be in our house. I don't even <laughs> have to worry about you looking. You for are it. just <laughs> digging yourself the biggest grave. This so not only do those pants still exist, even they though exist. I threw them away a couple mm. of years ago after yep. they got those that 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 huge fucking hole in them. Yep, giant rip. But that movie, mm-hmm. we'll call that uh, that 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 movie. It rhymes with. Bextra Mermestrial. See, when he said he was hidden with something repulsive, I just assumed that he was ma- that he was wearing them. No, I <laughs> told you she. Uh, I was wearing them the first time we met, but just not all that long. No, you said that, because you know, because it was they were with something that would repulse her that she doesn't want to look for. Well, oh, it's in your pants. She doesn't. Are my pants are in my pants. <laughs> yeah, that's that's untrue. See, those those pants were so repulsive. That I just couldn't stand to look at him, so I had to have sex with him, so he'd just take the pants off, so I didn't have to look at him. That's what it was. I'm like, I don't want to see these pants anymore. Worked out well for me. What's that? What's that Simpsons quote? You threw your pants out the window in a fit of passion. You said I didn't need them anymore. Where are my pants? You threw them out. I threw them out the window last night in a fit of passion. You said you were never going to need them again. Yeah, yeah, that that happened. Apparently, the pants still exist. They still exist, and as soon as I become a famous seamstress, I'm going to sew them. Oh my god, we have a sewing machine at my parents' house. Well, we also have a sewing machine at our house, too, because yeah, I, that's know, hidden somewhere. I know how to sew things, but I refuse to sew those pants. <laughs> how about you, Ashes? Um, so, when I was younger... I um, had this going with the whole Louise theme. So Louise Mm -hmm. wears the bunny ears. I had this hat. I do not have this hat anymore because I I believe it just kind of got lost in one of the multiple moves that I've partaken in. Um, But I don't know if you remember the show Blossom where she used to wear the hats that had like the flip up with that flower on the front. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Um, I think so, yeah. They were also super famous, uh, like like the the show Sister Sister. Oh, yeah. Like when Sister Sister first started, like never knew how much I missed you. Yeah. <laughs> Tia and Tamara used to wear those hats a lot too. Should I you used to have a blue jean one. It was solid blue jean with like. The, the, even the flower on it was like this jean material and I fucking loved it. I had really long hair when I was younger. So I just I, I would just rock like long hair and this like blossom hat and I fucking loved it. Like I tried wearing it to school like you couldn't technically wear hats in school. Um, so I would take it off when I got to school and as soon as like the bell rang at the end of the day, like the hat would go back on. I could not get enough of that hat. I just absolutely loved it. Nice. How about you, Stephanie? Um, so <laughs> I really love scarves. Uh, and I have like, I'm really particular about scarves that I wear. Um, so someone Asia Nicole was kind enough to actually make me a scarf for Christmas, which was incredibly sweet and very perfect to my aesthetic. Um, but my absolute favorite scarf that I don't wear every day, but I'm thinking about it every day, uh, is actually from Lululemon, which, God help me, I'm so bougie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so fucking expensive. But I love the way that it drapes. And I love the way that it catches my perfume so that if, like, I live in Atlantis and when stinky people get on public transportation and I have no choice but to be near them, I wish to be compassionate and it helps that I'm able to breathe my own perfume scent from my scarf. Nice. Um, so, yeah, I'm really obsessed with my scarf. I love that. I have a couple that are all actually made out of the same material. They're just different colors. So it helps me cope. That's nice. How about you, Wolfie? You got anything uh, you, uh, you know, maybe like your Thundercat underoos you had when you were a kid? You mean last week? <clears throat> and we're all somebody's kids. Um, what was the original question? Sorry. Yeah, article of clothing that article you uh, clothing. refuse to get rid of even though you may not wear them. Mm, not really. <laughs> no, uh, no Green Lantern shirts or you know Flash shirts or anything like that that you've had for like a hundred years. That well, I don't know about a hundred years. I've had them maybe ten <laughs> to fifteen. They may be getting a little ratty. May not wear them as much, but I don't know. I don't. I don't really Just have. Wolfie is not as old as Mars. That's true. <laughs> true. I also he wouldn't have a hundred year old shirts. <laughs> I don't have. I don't know. I just don't really have emotional attachment to those sorts of things. I guess. Yeah. So. Fair. <clears throat> yeah. Mars has shirts made of asbestos. I think his lungs are made of asbestos. Maybe at this point. We're like fossilized. He doesn't even eat anymore. He's just powered by rage. Oh, and, and chunkies. Yeah. <laughs> Chunky and rage. Chunk. I think that's his wrestling name. <laughs> oh. Oh, I th- that's a, that, he's a. Oh no no now he's Captain Chunky Rage. True, because he wears the hat. He's got the hat. Him oh, and the God. Hat. He looked like the reanimated, oh, yeah. bloated corpse of Hugh Hefner. <laughs> or, or his... I don't know if you've seen the most recent picture of him with the inflatable pirate hat. Unfortunately. Yeah, so that's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's worse, that or the uh, captain hat. <laughs> They're both pretty terrible. Yeah. And his fake tag team with Raven Shadow is pretty stupid. Uh, world's dopest tag team. 
There's We're like world's it. dumbest fake tag team. World, no world's dopiest tag team. Yeah, yeah that's that accurate. accurate. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's now gotten so bad that like only half the time to either of them actually watch the movie. <laughs> well, you know, if one of them watches like half the movie and the other one watches half the movie, when you put them together, it's a whole movie. Right there. It's still they didn't not like it. They were too many Draculas. <laughs> we're not enough Draculas, as the case may be. The sexy dicks were cute for a while. Oh jeez. Oh, I should Whoa. tell what mine is because I, I yes, really... please, Nicole. Yes, what do you what do you wear compulsively? <laughs> um, I have two. So when I was a kid, I was a huge Barney fan. Like Nicole, I know, I know. Nicole's way younger than all of us. Yeah. So I was all about Barney as a kid. So why? I guess it was the dinosaur. Yeah, it was the, all about the dinosaurs. I had a purple shirt with Barney and Baby Bop on it, and I Ooh, loved God. it. I loved it. I lost it in the Philippines, and I lost my fucking mind when we got back home. And I was trying to find the shirt, and my mom's like, "Oh shit, we don't <laughs> have it anymore." And I was like. We have to find it's not it. Not a good moment. We have to go, go back is to the it, Philippines. Is it one of those like, did you lose it or did you quote unquote lose it? I don't know. Like, Mom held I didn't parents were like, oh, you must have lost well, it. I mean, there were some little holes, but it was like I loved that shirt more than anything. So I'm guessing my mom probably like was like, oh, use it as a floor rag or something when she's gone. I used it to wash the dishes. Yeah. And then now, whenever you anger her, now she actually pulls it out and washes the floor. <laughs> you just get pieces of it in the mail. She still has it. <laughs> yeah. And then she's made a Nicole voodoo doll out of it. <laughs> and then now I have a shirt that is um, that I don't wear out. It's mostly just for home and like for a bedroom and everything. It's a shirt with um, from Sherlock. It's Mycroft <laughs> Holmes, and it says Mycroft is my homeboy. And it's a white shirt, and it, there's some stains and stuff, but um, I love that shirt, and I won't get rid of it, and I wear it when I watch Sherlock. So, yeah. That's it. I have certain oh. things that I'm, like, obsessed with. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm obsessed with Nanamumus. <laughs> like, I wear what? those, like, all the time it's, at home. It's what Patrick it's what wore. I was wearing as Eleven from Stranger Things. She refers yeah, to that I like, figured. I just didn't know she was obsessed with them. Oh, I love Nanamumus. Yeah, they are the most comfortable thing, like, ever. They and are pretty comfortable. I, I, yeah. Like, I could I could wax poetically, like, all day about how amazing Nanamumus are. Like, you, you just try it. Just they're so breezy and airy and comfortable. Which is rough when it's like thirty degrees and, and yeah, but you know, <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Like, and, and it you was don't have to wear pants. October. What are you even talking about? It was cooler that evening, and uh, there were some blustery breezes that I was not accustomed to. <laughs> Welcome to life as a girl. <laughs> I don't know if I'm quite there yet. <laughs> I don't but, think you're cut out for it with all the whining. <laughs> But yeah, this is. I, I wish like Nanamumus would sponsor me. Nanamumus, sponsor me. Like I will. I will totally like you know just just pimp out your shit and be like Nanamumus. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, all the cool kids. Um, yeah, Nanamumus are just awesome. Like you don't have to wear pants. They're so like roomy. You can like I don't know. They're just awesome. Like just just awesome. Wear one. Everyone should get one. Everyone should own an animumu. 
I think I have I one that so. my mom got me from like Victoria's Secrets. My mom for Christmas because we um so one of our like Christmas things is we always get new pajamas <laughs> for Christmas, and my mom was actually looking for like a like a men's sleep dress for Patrick <laughs> because Patrick is now so obsessed with the women's like size three X. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm Walmart size 3X. clearance pink floral nana mumu that i got him to go for his halloween costume it's super super right i'm I'm telling you they're comfy as fuck like love them and on that note let's nana mumu out of this conversation nana mumu and talk uh go on break and we're going to talk about louise belcher from bob's burgers and maybe more nana mumus and more nana mumus Uncle Polly. And I'm the kid Tim Knight. And be sure to check out our podcast, Unchained, part of the Grand Guignol Network, available on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Are you guys ready to talk about? You guys, I just released. I just received an unsolicited boob pic. <laughs> uh, you can barely see him. Boob? You gotta really, really oh, look. Oh, Patrick, he's sending Nana Mumu pictures. There's <laughs> <laughs> just one giant boob, but taking a picture of itself and sending it out. Look how sexy I am! Jeez. <laughs> See, you Look notice into I the got, flash. They'll save your eyes. I got the uh, I got the uh, top couple of buttons undid, and then I had to button them right back up because everyone was complaining it was far too sexy. Oh, good grief! They're like, yeah, "Whoa, button that up! That's <laughs> it's already really warm in here." So that's what happened. 
Anyways, let's get back to our topic. Did I, did we should, you should preface that by saying everyone was drinking. So everyone was drinking. And <laughs> not then true. This not everyone was drinking. And I was not drunk. I had had one drink all evening. I think he just wants to look like that. I do look like that. Can you please wear what? that to work? I'll wear it to work. I don't give a fuck. I wear no, my shark no, suit to please. work. I, I need you. I need you to keep your job. Please don't I'll wear, wear it, it to work. I'll wear the shark suit with the Nana Mumu over it. Like I said, we need you to keep your job. So please don't do Are that. You kidding? I would get a raise. I'd be like, "How are you doing today, everybody?" <laughs> Anyways, so today we're talking about Louise Belcher from the Fox. Um, animated series Bob's Burgers which debuted on January 9th 2011 that show's uh, been on six years already yep. yeah six, they're on their seventh uh, um, season it is created by Lauren Bac- God I can't Picard Picard no that's not Picard engage no <laughs> I'm saying it wrong that's really bad um, thank you why do I say Picard why am I because you're a Star Trek fan that's right okay Um, um, make it so um, the voice I'm gonna cut him (laughs) please don't mind (laughs) Um, so Louise Belcher is voiced by Kristen Schaal um, Mm -hmm. and she is the only female voice in the entire series by the main cast yeah of the main cast everyone is dubbed by male voices. Um, so Louise Belcher is a nine-year-old little troublemaker. Um, the youngest <laughs> the youngest of three of Linda and Bob's children. Ashes, you have a lot of notes, so you want to take it away? <laughs> well, I mean, you're t- talking about some of the stuff that, some of my notes. Um, she's in the fourth grade at Wagstaff School. Oh, yeah, she is. Like we said before, she is known for her pink rabbit ear hat. It's kind of like her trademark. And she's kind of a little shit. But like what? a funny, a funny, well, I mean, if you think about it, she's, she's kind she's of a little shit. She's a forward thinking, self-motivated go-getter. She's Damn a funny right. little shit, but she's a manipulative little shit. She makes shit happen. Yeah, she like her dad done. almost going to jail and almost shutting down their family's, uh, you know, only source of income. And that was like one time. It was multiple times. That okay, was the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay, like 18 times. It's called the child molester. Comes with candy. <laughs> I wasn't even talking about I was talking about the human flesh thing. Yeah, that's in that episode. <laughs> I know, but so, not the child molester. Did you molester. know that originally the concept for Bob's Burgers was actually going to be that the, they were a family of cannibals? Oh, I didn't know that, but that makes a lot of I sense. Feel like, I feel like I know that because I did go see the um, Bob's Burgers Live a couple of years ago, and they, like, all the um, actors did, um, like, stand up, and then they did a live um, reading of one of the episodes. I feel like, and then they were, like, they had, like, um, fans send questions, and I think I've heard that, that they were supposed to be cannibals. Which so so the first episode is almost like paying homage to that fact. Yeah, where Louise tells people that they make burgers out of human meat instead of like cow Brownie, yeah. meat and supplied by the funeral home directly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> directly. Yeah, <laughs> so, good. so good. Oh, but I love the answer for Louise. Like, well, why would she say that? Like, well, she's just like fucking with you. Like, 
It's like <laughs> she has honestly. It's like she she has nothing else better to do. She's just going to entertain she just herself, likes messing with people she thinks are weak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, she she <laughs> said she did it because of the uh, the kid at Show and Tell that she had to follow. Yeah, who was a her uncle was like works as like a matador or something. Like that. Uh, yeah, he's a matador. <laughs> yeah. She's like, how am I supposed to follow that up? See, she's practical and a problem solver. I feel like that's what like nine year olds do. They make shit up. To like get attention, but she is like she is like an expert manipulator. Oh yeah, oh, she's very good at what like, she does. She can pretty much get anybody to do anything for her. Like um, the art, especially crawl. Andy and Ollie. I was just, yeah, I was yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> the the art crawl episode where which is she, just on my TV right now. Ah, uh, that's probably my favorite Bob's Burgers episode. Um, she contracts Andy and Ollie. Mm-hmm. Pretty much tricks them into creating these just generic pieces of art that she can sell for. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> that she can sell for a lot of money because the whole town is going through something called art crawl, which is, you know, exactly what you would think it is. Everyone's just selling all of these <laughs> mediocre, overpriced art works. Um, so she pretty much gets her gets her friends to create all of this art for her and she sells it and then she keeps the money yeah one of my my favorite things of, of louise I, I pulled up a little clip here so i'm gonna i'm gonna play this don't worry louise we're gonna get you out how are we gonna get her out maybe we should smoke her out <laughs> louise are you sure there isn't something down there you can use to climb out Oh, this is the Chaffee episode. Yeah. We're about to die, Louise. Do you really want your last words to be sarcastic? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that perfectly sums up who Louise is. Like, she's trapped in, like, a little, in a booby trap with a, a taffy man. And they're like, oh, are you sure you can't get up? And it's like, she's like, oh, yeah, like, I haven't already tried all of these things. But, like, what's so he's great about... to him and his name, Tim. Yeah, yes, Taff. yes, Taff. You're gonna live with me now, Taff. That disgusting. That's their Goonies actually. episode, effectively. Yeah, well, it is. I mean, right down to the theme song at the end that you know mirrors the Cindy Lauper song. So good. But what's so great about Louise's character is that underneath it all, like she is a big softy. Yeah, she you know, is. like she's just a nine year old kid. She has a soft spot for her dad. Yeah, you know the the field the, trip. Yep, the, the, the car, was it like Carpe Museum episode yeah. <laughs> where Bob is, Bob, her dad, um, is the chaperone and ends up going on this ad- kind of mini adventure with Louise and regular size Rudy. Why do they call him regular size Rudy? Oh, just, well, just look at, look at him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, uh, Bob reveals that she called him daddy till she was like eight. Yeah. And she just has this soft spot for him in the spaghetti Western episode. Uh, they <laughs> have something that they called the, 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 the burn unit and yeah. it's just Louise and Bob and they stay up late past, you know, when after everyone else has gone to bed and they just sit there and they shit on whatever's on TV, you know, like they're just, scrolling through channels and they find soccer and Louise is like oh I play soccer because I forgot I had arms Uh, you know and it's uh, during that episode they come across this 
this movie called Banjo, which is part of this series. It's a spaghetti western series, and the brother Gene uh, gets hooked on it, and so you know it kind of becomes the the brothers and the dads thing. And Louise feels left out, and so she tries to you know manipulate the situation, but it's because she's feeling a little hurt because yeah. she's feeling left out, and. It's moments like those episodes like that, which, you know, just she's just your typical nine year old girl. Yeah. Hawk and chick. Yes. Yes. Yep. Hawk and chick. (laughs) Oh, that's a good episode. Um, Especially with that um, museum episode, the field trip one. It also reveals that she has plans of taking over the family business, which is a burger joint like. Her dad's like, oh, we're going to call it Louise's Burgers. And, you know, you see that, you know, she really she really does enjoy the family business despite, you know, fucking around and causing trouble. And she makes she makes fun of her family a lot and she gets them into trouble a lot. But she's also like she also gets them out of trouble. Exactly. And she has their back like the whole thing between her sister, Tina and Tina's (laughs) Bully. Oh, Tammy. Tammy. Oh, uh, Tammy. Ugh. What a twat. Like, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Real. But literally, t- uh, Tammy is voiced by worst. Jenny Slate, and it's, it's just it's just perfect. Um, but, you know, Louise does stand up for, for everyone. She's definitely the most outspoken of the children. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's definitely not the weirdest. I think that goes to Jean. Um <laughs> But, you know, she's just, she's so mature for her age in the sense that, you know, she does stick up for her family and she kind of uses her master manipulator skills to, you know, get her family out of certain situations. That she usually gets them into. Well, yeah, yeah, but, you know, but she she gets them out of it, so it's okay. And I think a perfect example is where the kid, the... Bob and Linda go to the hospital, and so Louise decides to turn their basement into um, a casino, the meat grinder. And you know, Mr. Fishoder, the owner of the um, the owner of Wonder, pretty much everything, everything like, in that town. He's their landlord. He's he, like everybody's landlord. Yeah, he gambles with the kids, and uh, in the rock paper scissors game, Louise's lose. And so her parents come back and they're like, what the fuck is going on? Blah, blah, blah. And um, Mr. Fishholder's like, well, you owe me this amount of money. $5,000. $5,000. And then so Louise is, they go for a family meeting and Louise is like, okay, listen, dad, you got to have to, you got to shoot scissors with his like fucked up hand. And so she does. She gets them out of situations and despite putting them in that situation. Well, like, she will do anything... Your would be so boring without her. She will yeah. do anything to get uh, her way, I- including, you know, getting back at a teenager who took her, her ears by recruiting a biker gang. <laughs> he deserved it. Logan Barry Bush. What yeah. a douche. Or she Logan. will try to, try to get an A on her science fair project oh by almost electrocuting her sister. Oh, my God. Topsy. Topsy. Are you saying say Topsy? Aw, no. Topsy at my aunt Topsy. Oh, 
she is but an amazing character. She really she, is. I see a lot of myself as that when I was that that age at nine. I see a lot of that spunk, a lot of like mischief, a lot of like getting yourself out of that situation. Like I saw myself like when I watched the show, I see myself when I was like at that age. Like it, it, she's just perfect. She can also be incredibly she, selfish when it comes to things, you know, not trust because she doesn't trust anyone to do anything like. When they're on family fracas and she's like, I'm going to win us the minivan. And she screws up every time. Or the go-kart episode where Tina's clearly the better driver, but she's like, well, I'm still going to be the driver. It's like, yeah, but I'm better. And the ambergris one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the ambergris. Cuts, cuts everybody <laughs> out of the deal. Which actually is the lowest rated episode of, um, of Bob's Burger. That's it has the really, lowest ratings ever. That's really weird. I enjoyed that episode a lot. I enjoyed that as well. And it's actually on my... But that had the lowest uh, episode ratings. It's the fewest viewers. Yeah, it's on my top five um, episodes of Louise that I really enjoy. Did you also know that every episode, no two uh, seasons of Bob's Burgers have actually had the same number of episodes? Yes. Yeah, they're they're all over the place. Yeah. That's the thing. But, you know, they're all good. Like, I don't think there's a bad episode. Well, I would take, I would take a bad episode or say quote-unquote bad episode of Bob's Burgers over a quote-unquote good episode of what they try to pass as TV today. Like, yeah. Well, to be really fair, when Bob's Burgers came out, though, I was really reluctant to give it much of a shot because I, I really liked King of the Hill. Yeah. I liked King of the Hill for exactly what it was. I liked that it was really wholesome, and I liked that the comedy and the awkwardness came from it being so wholesome, but trying to handle situations that were more real and, like, that you can't really, like, you're just awkward when you're trying to be, in general, but let alone when you're trying to be PG. Um, I loved it. I really wholeheartedly enjoyed it, and I was super. I'm still very fond of like Kathy and Jimmy. I think she's a freaking delight. Um, so when Bob's Burgers was coming along, I was kind of butthurt, if I'm honest. And I was like, man, I don't want to watch this. Like, whatever. And I think I saw the first episode, and I was like, yeah, whatever. Uh huh. Interesting. And then I went back and somehow I, like I rewatched it a while later, a couple months later, and I was like. Um, okay, this is, this is really funny. <laughs> like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, but this was actually really great. It took me a minute, but I definitely, once it clicked, it was full speed ahead. Well, we were, we were the same way. Um, we're not King of the Hill fans, but, uh, you know, we, Patrick is a huge Simpsons fan. You know, we watched Family Guy and American Dad and all of those other ones. Um, all of those other ones that have kind of become a little monotonous over time, but um, we gave Bob's Burgers a chance. We watched like one or two episodes, and I was just like, I oh, don't know, I'm not really feeling this. I don't, I, I, I don't think I really paid attention to it. I guess I, I think that's yeah. what it was. I don't think I really gave it a fair shot. Uh, and then uh, somebody was just going on, like one of our friends was just going on and on and on about how funny the show was. And I was like, you know, what are you, what are you talking about? And they're like Bob's Burgers, and I was like, oh, that show, like, that's uh, just, that's just not for me. And they were like, are you, are you sure? Because I feel like this would be right up your alley. They were like, you need to rewatch it because, sweetie, you're Linda. And I was like, what do you mean I'm Linda? So I watched it, and then I watched more of it, and then I watched more of it, and lo and behold, they were right. I am Linda. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I think it's way funnier after you watch a few episodes and get a sense of who characters are, and then you go back and you actually rewatch the first couple episodes. I think it's 100% funnier. And it's it's one of those shows that I have watched the entire series that uh, up into you know the current episodes i have watched the entire series through like in its entirety probably about oh i don't know 10 times yeah easily um yeah easily probably more than no shame about it yeah oh yeah oh no shame uh some episodes i've seen more than once because i do have my favorites one particular art crawl um but I, i i they're still funny they never stop being funny, funny yeah. and they never stop being creative. And sometimes I pick up on jokes that I may not have picked up on yeah. or some things seem funnier the second time around than the, the, the first. And, you know, there's some of them like um, the episode where uh, the, the I call it the Gale of Thrones episode. Oh, my God. Yes. You yes. know, um, <laughs> Gale Tales. Yes. yes. Yeah, uh, you know, there are just some episodes <laughs> that I can just continually watch over and over again. And even though like I, I have my favorite character, it honestly varies from episode to episode yeah. because, you know, the characters are just so diverse. And they also, like each episode, they, they stay true to the character as well as far as the writing and stuff goes. Like the writing doesn't really sway. Like it doesn't really vary as far as like breaking from character development and stuff fear on you (laughs) i'll see you in hell teddy i'll see you in hell you know when uh linda the mother decides to turn their house into a bed and breakfast because she's trying to fulfill one of her lifelong fantasies of owning a bed and breakfast and they transform everyone's room except for Louise's room because Louise is very territorial until Linda decides to capitalize on Teddy, one of the frequent flyers of Bob's Burgers, mm-hmm. uh, decides he's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll stay at your bed and breakfast." And she's like, "Oh, we can, uh, we can transform Louise's room." And Louise is like, "Over my dead, dead body. body!" So they do, and in true Louise form, she exacts her revenge on Teddy for stealing her room, and and it's on Teddy, not on, on not on. No, yeah, Linda, it's not. It's not. Really yeah, it's funny. not on Linda. No, it's on Teddy because Teddy stole her room. Well, she thought she could get him out of the room. She goes to some great lengths to get this With guy. The bugs, <laughs> the yeah. bugs, and she, then the, 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 the the furries. Yeah, <clears throat> the costume characters yeah, is what yes. they call them. Well, excuse me. I was trying to find the burn unit clip on YouTube, and I can't. But what I did find was an interview with the cast. <clears throat> it's about a minute long, minute and a half. It's an interview with the cast reacting and getting their thoughts on the Bob's, Bob's Burgers, Burgers porn parody. Yes. Yeah. So good. I have not seen it, uh, but I just... I haven't seen the porn parody, video. but I love that it exists. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I love that it's become so uh, so accepted by culture that there's a porn parody. Apparently, because apparent, I, I, I actually watched that clip, and apparently the... Porn star, the la- the lady who plays Linda, actually st- started following. Who's it? John Roberts. Yeah, John Roberts. Uh, yeah. The the guy who voices Linda, and he was just thrilled. He was like, "She follows me on Twitter now. We're friends." <laughs> 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 so it's a thing, uh, but 
like just getting back to getting back to Louise's character. Um, Louise's character is one of the things that turned me on to the show. Yeah, it, I don't remember how I got into it, but I I remember watching it and I was like, eh. and then I watched it again, and then instantly I loved it, and then I um, I got hooked instantly. My friend who was living in Australia, I got her hooked on it, and then I went to the like the live showing uh, live table reading of Bob's Burgers and I just Louise is my favorite character but like in real life I'm more of Tina than Louise <laughs> but that's another that's another you are a, you are a strong sense smart sensual woman yep <clears throat> um you're no hero yeah you <laughs> so you must um, I think for better or worse I'm actually more of a Louise in real life <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I get that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's like the sad truth. But I'm gonna own it because fuck it, we get shit done. Yep. So who would you compare your uh, your your special man friend to? Would he be a Jimmy Junior or a Zeke? Neither. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, or maybe a, a a Josh, the dance school guy. Um, I don't know. Maybe you know he could be like uh, what's his face um, from Boys for Now. Oh, Bobo! Bobo, Bobo, the clown. Oh it's my bo- god! Yeah. Okay. Can we talk Maybe about that so episode? Yes. How is going to slap He's his the face. reason why faces He's were invented, you idiot. <laughs> How Louise, in true Louise fashion, is just so over this whole boy band thing and doesn't understand why Tina, her sister, is so obsessed until she sees a picture of Boo Boo and she's just like, oh my God. She sees him on stage. Yeah, she sees yeah. him on stage and he's singing to her. And, and, and ah, Boo Boo! Like, yeah, because earlier just, in the episode, she, she was referring to listening to the, the CD as she's like, that's like making me watch a, a, a video of someone in the electric chair while I'm waiting to go to the electric chair. <laughs> so good. Yeah. And Poor Louise. Like he's, 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 she, just, she just wanted to slap him. And that's, that's kind of her thing, too. She slaps a lot of people. She is very slap happy. Nothing wrong with that. Some people need whether whether she's, she's slapping them because they're so cute, she just can't deal with their face like Bo Boo 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 call him Bobo again um, you know so he's just so cute she has to slap it or she's trying to like slap some sense into somebody or just slap somebody because they deserve to be slapped yeah and she I was just thinking because I was looking at your bottle because it's green she's obsessed with her Coochie Kopi she's obsessed with Coochie Kopi the way I'm obsessed with Hello Kitty yeah I actually have. What a- I love that, like, when Bob is saying it wrong, she like keeps correcting him, like, yes. with, like this, this fury. The it's Coochie ep- The episode where she has the flu, Fluies. Yeah, so oh that that god. is the oh. beginning of season seven. Oh my god, yes. that's one of my favorite episodes <laughs> of all time. It's great. It's uh, she. Goes- I would like a Coochie Kobe if they if they want to like, make have- money. They have Coochie Kopi um, USB drives because I use it frequently at work. So yeah. I heard because I'm obsessed with Bob's Burgers. So I watch all of these like interviews with the cast and Comic-Con stuff and all of this great, crazy shenanigans that they do. Apparently, they're in the process of trying to create a an actual Coochie Kopi prototype. Oh they're God, trying yes. to because Coochie Kopi is a nightlight. 
I yes. And it. they're actually trying to make a Coochie Copy nightlight yes. that does Coochie Copy ju- justice. So it is, it it is in hard. the works. Me it too. It is in the works. But um, we actually just got, uh, well, I-, I actually got this uh, for Christmas as well. But Nicole and I are both owners of the Bob's Burgers coloring book. I'm excited. And we own Classic. the cookbook. Yeah, and we have Real the cookbook. recipes for joke burgers. Um, all the Funkos. Yes, we we currently have all the Funkos. Including Louise with Coochie Copy. Yes. Um, they are coming out with uh, the all the music from Bob's Burgers yep. soundtrack, which is going to be oh, great. Oh, man, some of those songs on the outro are hysterical. I think one of my favorite songs, and I frequently si- sing it, is from the Sleepover episode. And where they're doing the fashion show Slumber party, party fashion, fashion show, show looking, looking good, good from head to toe. Oh, <laughs> uh, but what about the bad Tina episode? Oh my god, bad Tina! Oh, she's bad. Good. Girls don't go to dog camp. Yep. Oh. Dog prom, and bad dog girls prom. don't pay for lip balm. So good. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. She does her BM in the PM. The guy's singing it in the hotel lobby. I love that Linda has her favorite toilet. Yeah. Yes. And they sug- she a very suggests very specific toilet. She suggests the uh, potpourri that they use. <laughs> Sometimes when I am in the kitchen, I sing the burgers and fries song because got some uh, burgers and fries. Gene, uh, the brother, is very into music and writing jingles and stuff. And sometimes wow. the girls, his sister, sing backup. So he would they, he sometimes wears a burger suit. So he was outside of the restaurant with his keyboard, wearing his burger suit, uh, playing the keyboard, and the two girls are playing straws. Like they have straws in a cup, and you know when you move the straw yeah. up and down, it kind of makes that noise. Yeah. So yeah, the burgers. You want some burgers and fries? You want some burgers and fries? Well, there's it's some right, right here. here. Don't you, you tell, tell me no lies. lies. Um, so Stephanie, a ding ding, a ding ding, a ding ding, ding ding. Um, so Stephanie, you mentioned earlier on the show that there was a specific theory. I'm pretty sure they've been debunked, but as um, as Bob's Burgers has kind of caught on, except for the few people Ian who have not seen Bob's Burgers, um, Ian, hint, fucking hint, um. Louise is now very mainstream and most people kind of know what Louise is. And so there's been an idea that the reason why Louise always wears her bunny ears, aside from the fact that it's an animated show people and it's easier to draw a character consistently, mm-hmm. is <laughs> there, was, there was a big theory that a, that Bob didn't have ears. Because when you watch Bob's Burgers, you don't really ever see Bob's ears. Yeah. Um, and so they had to come out with this whole diagram about how his ears are actually just under his hair, and that's why you don't see them. Mm-hmm. But there's a theory about Louise not wearing a hat because, uh, or wearing the hat because she was obsessed with it um, out of fear that someone would see that she had inherited Bob's bald spot. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to Jean, who goes for it, like, intentionally. Oh, yeah, the episode where he, like, transforms into Bob. Yeah, he he doesn't remember having a Judd Nelson phase. (laughs) But I I will say this, though. Uh, Because of this film, I mean, because of this this show, uh, she was able to watch Die Hard and actually have context for Die Hard because of the Work Hard or Die Trying Girl episode. This is true. Yes. 
It's like, oh, and I decided, and of course, I had to sing parts of it, you know, during during parts of the movie. Nakatomi, Nakatomi, Nakatomi. I just, I think that's like my favorite part is it is so endearing consistently, episode in and episode out. It's just so endearing. Yeah, like there's there's so much uh, to it where. Like it shows, you know, the the kids. Louise is kind of a sociopath at times, but hey. at other times. But who is it? Come on now. <laughs> well, no, she wants her her brother to be an artist, so she's like, "I'll just cut your ear off." You know, it's like you can't cut Tina's ears off because how else will she hold up her glasses? And Jean, not wearing glasses, can give up an ear to become a great artist because that's all you need to do. But you know, she does have that endearing quality to her, where you know, it's like. You know the things she does. You know she acts out because she. But if somebody else tried to cut off his, if somebody else tried to cut off John uh, Jean's ear, she would light them on fire. Right, because what is it? Unless you uh, came out a mom, you can't mess with the. We're we're belters from the womb womb to the the tomb, (laughs) which is fantastic. So, uh, asking around, you can start with uh, you, Nicole. (laughs) What? Either what is your favorite Louise episode or what Louise episode would you recommend? All right. So I have actually have a top five. Okay. So from five to one, number five would be the field trip one. Number four, the ambergris. Number three, number three, the Louise episode. Number two, I don't fuck around with this shit. Um, number two is the sleepover, and number one, Topsy. If you're gonna start with a Louise episode, you're gonna go with Topsy. Absolutely, Topsy. Topsy. <laughs> that was a that was a really good one. What about you, Stephanie? I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this. Um, I I think for me, I actually really really do like um, some of the more like sweet Louise episodes. So, um, Chicken Hawk, I think, is, like, pretty great. Uh, I like to see that side of Louise. Um, that's a really good question. Uh, I really, so I really like that one. I actually really like the mother-daughter laser razor episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And then, I mean, if we take it all the way back, let's take it way, way back to Crawl Space, because I think that's where you get a really solid sense of... Just how wrong Louise is. When she's, when, yeah, when Bob is trapped in the wall and she's convincing people that he's dead and that's his, like, ghost talking to them. Yeah, and then she's, he, like, manipulating the guidance counselor. Oh, my God, Mr. Subsequently Frank. thinks that he has, he's, like, accidentally told Tina that Bob is dead and that she didn't know and they were waiting till Father's Day to tell her. <laughs> now what are we going to do on Father's, Father's Day? Day. Like, it's so good and it's so Louise. And it's the kind of thing that I think is, again, like, I think that's actually the true beauty of this show is that it's funnier and, when and- you have more context. And Bob, when you get more character development from each of them, and you go back and you watch some of the older episodes, because there's no real pilot for this show, there's no real easing into it. It just is. When you rewatch them with the better sense of each character, it's that much funnier just on every t- every time you watch it. Yeah, and and Bob really plays into it, like when he's talking to the, uh, <laughs> you know, mad. when he's talking to the girls, uh, okay. you know, and he's trapped in the wall. You know, he's like, these are the questions you ask a ghost. You know what that makes me want to do? Eat your souls. <clears throat> like, that's... 
that's one of my favorite Louise moments. But I also have to say when uh, the the banjo episode where they're trapped in the slide banjo. and banjo. Oh, yeah. and they're like Gene farts in the slide and he's Bob's like wow you know that smells just like mine. She goes no no I, I, I do too. I, I my fart smell like yours and she like forces out a little little fart. And he's like, no, I'm no. sorry, it smells like your, your mom's. mom's. And she's like all bummed and depressed because... <laughs> she, she doesn't want to be part of the menstruation <laughs> nation. Yeah, she, no. wants to, she just wants to hang out with Bob and Jean because like the whole, the whole reason she's upset is because like, you know, she was hanging out with Bob doing the burn unit. And then, uh, you know, she used to hang out with Jean at lunchtime. And then, you know, G- those two started bonding over the banjo movies and... She kind of got left behind, and she's like, I don't want to hang out with, like, you know, Mom and Tina, you know, because Tina was trying to work out her abs. <laughs> yeah. How about you, Ashley? friend fiction. Yes. <laughs> All the butts. Um, I think my, my favorite Louise episode is probably my, like, all-time favorite Bob's Burgers episode. Uh, and that's that's Art Crawl. Yeah. I think Art Crawl... Art <laughs> it is... It is very We're late. Right. Yeah, it is very late right now, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and, they're just uh, about to fart. Um, <laughs> I actually have Bob's Burgers playing in the background, and they're just about to fart. Oh, and he just sniffed her fart. But um, the that's true love right there. The art crawl episode I find to be not only very quotable that yeah. you know you smell like ointment and pee, pee. Um, but it's just very enjoyable too, and it's so much Shh, fun. And you see, you get to see Louise's uh, interaction with a lot of characters in that yeah. episode. You know, Andy and Ollie. Uh, I believe regular size Rudy is in that episode. Yeah, I was actually gonna before I didn't mean to cut you off, but I did want to mention. Um, fuck Nyla. No, um, I know we had talked about this previously about regular size Rudy and Logan Mary Bush. Who do you think she would end up with in the end? Regular size Rudy. Yeah. Regular size Rudy. Me too. Yeah, I, I think if... Uh, Why does she need a man? Well, well no, she doesn't if. need a man. Yeah, but. no, absolutely not. She... she but um, I think she feels more sympathy for Rudy. Yeah. And that's kind of who she needs because she's such a strong character. Yeah. She's, just, she's such a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. Yeah. Like you know, I think she she has more like sympathy and is more and like empathetic towards Rudy. So she would have to you know be with somebody like yeah. that who you know I mean Rudy just kind of takes her shit. You know he's just kind of like as long as I have my inhaler, I'm all set. But she you know? likes Rudy. Yeah, like, you could. She t- really does. I think in the the train episode, mm-hmm. yes, you really see that he gets yeah when uh, they annihilate Beanbag. Oh my god! <laughs> or when. I was saying, and, and Louise gets very like defensive over that. Or the uh, or the when she's uh, outside, she's got the chocolate and she's trying to hand it. He's like, "Hand it up to me, and then I'll then I'll uh, help you into the train." She goes, "No, you'll just take it and then leave me." He's like, "Why would I do that?" She goes, "I would do that to you." <laughs> and he's like, "I wouldn't do that." She goes, "I don't know if I can work with you if you wouldn't do that to me." <laughs> I do. I love it when Louise is the chinchilla when she's like um, Shinobu, oh, pr- Princess Little Piddles. <laughs> And she has she has Shinobu and she inventors in Chinchilla sitting. I love like she's got the the, the courtroom standard, the best interests of the Chinchilla. Uh, and it's, I, 
But see, she's and so even steadfast that, that the chinchilla should be with her. Like, well, and obviously the chinchilla should be with her because the chinchilla has a very, you know, affirmative reaction system. towards Luis versus the other kid. But that's Henry. another. Ep- yeah. That's no, that's not Henry. That's no, uh, it is Henry. Hen- no, I'm, th- I'm thinking Henry Haber, the guy voiced by oh, uh, Jim Gaffigan. What was his name? I'll Google it. But yeah, I don't remember what it anyways, is. Anyways, that's another episode that, you know, has a lot of Louise-isms in it um, and, you know, ends on a kind of a, well, a nice note for a kid, the kid, not not so much of a nice note for the chinchilla but I did because like, she does return the chinchilla to... I, I like how she, like, yells at the chinchilla, like, stop it! Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that uh, I think the kid was going to take good care of the chinchilla. I just think the chinchilla would have had a cooler life with, with Louise. Oh, absolutely. Well, it was just for the weekend. That, that kid's a helicopter parent. Hey, hey, hey. That was fun. Dance party. Do you guys want the dance party? Yeah, let's do it. Slumber party, fashion show. Look at the Slumber party, fashion show. I'm, I'm kind of I love clicking that. on things to like enter a contest and it plays music. All right, so let's wrap up the um, discussion of Louise. If you haven't seen Bob's Burgers, it is on Netflix. The first, just do it. Just, just do. It. I don't. I don't want to be your friend until you've seen Bob's Burgers. <laughs> you haven't seen Bob's Burgers. Why are you talking to us? Correct. Right. His like, name is like, Wayne. Wayne. Wayne, voiced by Andy Richter. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, um, if you want to be friends, if you want to be my lover, you got to get with Bob's Burgers. <laughs> like that. That's pretty much what yeah, it is. Like, I don't story. even know what you're doing with your life. Uh, right. Just a disclaimer: sure. Even if you watch Bob's Burgers, you will not be her lover. That's well, just, that's just, just the way it works. <laughs> I, I have an admission: I, I've, I've never seen an episode. You should. That doesn't surprise it's, me. It's uh, fun and exciting. <laughs> I like, like fun things. I like Kristen Shaw. Oh, and she, she's just oh her my, voice is just so unbelievably not, perfect for this. When we were when I saw the Bob's Burgers <laughs> live, the, she did her stand up, and then when. I want when they did the table reading, which was the episode where they go to the beach house where um, the Belcher oh, family. Yes, they did that one. Oh my god! I just her seeing her play Louise and just in clock money. Yeah, and then they singing the Topsy song. She's phenomenal. Like she owns Louise. Like she like her presence as Louise on stage. You know there was who fuck everybody else. It was just like her and center and just. Just drawing everybody in, and I loved her on on the the Daily Show. Yeah, she was on that. Like I loved her as a correspondent. She was so funny. My, my entry into her is uh, Flight of the Concords. Oh, She's fucking awesome yes. on that. Which is always always a good way to go. I've never seen any of those. She plays like the stalker, right? No. I, yeah, she's their fan. Wait, you she, haven't yeah. seen Flight of the Concords? No, I have. I have. <laughs> I, I just. Have. I, 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 don't remember what, who she played again. It's been a long time. I'm the hippopotamus. She's also she's also <laughs> her in rhymes uh, are bottomless. <laughs> who told you that, Steve? She <laughs> is on another Fox show with Will Forte at the last, the last man, man on Earth. Yeah, yeah, and she's and she's pretty that. good on that too. I haven't seen that either. I think she's just great all around and a lot of fun. Like the whole cast is really fun. Like I've seen um, Eugene Merman do stand up in real life, and he's super funny oh, and yeah. engaging and witty. Um, and I don't think there's anyone on that cast is not incredibly talented, honestly. It's John Benjamin, obviously, Wait, getting Eugene a ton Marmon of work. Is, is also on Bob's Burgers. Oh he yeah, Gene, he's Eugene. He's from uh, Fly the Concords as well. Yep, they do a lot of they recycle a lot of the same actors. Yeah, uh, especially with like Archer, which another one that uh, 
John Benjamin. Yes, he was John on there. John Benjamin. And those two were in the episode where um, they're going to the sea, the sea ton episode, and she plays the girlfriend, and uh, Eugene Mer- Merman plays uh, Cheryl's uh, brother. Yes. And yeah. that was fun. And uh, John Benjamin is from uh, has the same hometown as me, both from Worcester. And on yeah. that... Most people don't brag about that. <laughs> second, that second, is true. Hey, second largest city in all of New England, bigger than Providence, Hartford, Bangor. Is that really something to be proud of, though? Yeah, yeah just bigger doesn't mean better. Yeah, this is true. And they've how many times they try to rebuild it in the last twenty years? Yeah, not enough. <laughs> exactly. But y'all got a real nice pizzeria Uno. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a pizzeria Uno here in Atlantis. Well. First liquid fuel rocket, you know, Robert Goddard, father yeah, of modern see, rocketry. See, sweetie, next time you come out this way, we'll, we'll take you to a nicer place. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who else is from Worcester, Massachusetts? Paul Sheldon. That's true. Author of Misery's Child. Yep. <laughs> Misery Returns. And that one... Cock-a-poopy. <laughs> Cock-a-duty. Cock-a-duty, yeah. <laughs> And that one where Misery hooks up with her dog. He he only he drinks Don Don Prignon when he finishes a novel. Mm-hmm. Yep. And on that note, we're gonna head to a break. We're gonna wrap things up. Uh, we'll talk about our next battle. We got some files. We got some wine. We got some science facts. And oh, yeah. We're going to talk about Daria Morgendorfer. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Kendi? Yes. Okay. Okay. Take us a break <laughs> before we go happening? off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. We are the world's greatest electroshock band. We destroy monsters. We drink booze. And we win championship belts. If you're not listening to Trick or Treat Radio, here's a taste of what you've been missing. There's three guarantees in life. What are they? Death, taxes, and trick-or-treat radio every Friday morning. This is one of the most convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm fucking trying, man. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. It's like you took a shit on a pile of shit. But you shit on him right. for liking what he likes. Yeah, well, it's my job. This podcast is now banned in Germany. <laughs> it's me, Giovanni Lombardo Radici. Shut up. I call bullshit. I demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay Okay. If I had genitals, I would definitely bang her. Oh, wait. She's a great big fan person. You just hit the jackpot. This is a weird movie, huh? It had action. It had suspense. It had great characters. It had great acting. I'm going to strangle you with my jockey short. I don't like mobster movies. All right, well, here's my take. You're a sick fuck. Thank you. Now shut the fuck up and let me talk. Have you ever seen 2001? The okay. box, right? The box and the monkeys. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and trickortreatradio.com. Welcome back. How's everyone doing? Everyone sticking in, sticking in there. I'm surprised you guys like recovered. Still from here. Maybe there was, where, where are we? Sticking yeah, where are they sticking? In? Sorry. <laughs> We're sticking around. Sorry, it's late. And I, I'm overly excited that we have to do a Daria Morgan Orfer episode. Like, there's no fucking way. 
cannot. We will. Dude, we will. Dario was like my jam yep. growing up. Like, absolutely. I was like eight years when old. I, when I wasn't it. supposed to be, like, I wasn't allowed to watch MTV, yep. but, you know, I watched MTV. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a rebel. Stephanie, would you like to join that episode? I mean, it was my idea to be rude if I was. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's true. That's true. I would be pretty offended. Well, we can't. It really hurt my feelings. Well, we can't have that. Well, I mean, what would I do on Daria Day? I don't know. Now I want to go home and watch Daria. La 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 la. And you guys are supposed to have shitty weather all weekend, so you're welcome. There we go. I don't know. G Queen. All right, Patsy, do you have a science fact? I have multiple science facts. It's more facts. like, Patrick, do you have one science fact that you can fit into this segment? I do. I have a lot, so I'm trying to uh, trying to pick yeah, which one I'd want. And I'm going to go with uh, this one. Uh, DNA molecules, uh, when they are uncoiled, average uh, roughly 5 centimeters, because they can be between 1.8 and... Like seven point two <coughs> centimeters. Mm-hmm. So when uncoiled, uh, they are five centimeters, and there are roughly thirty-seven trillion cells in the human body. <coughs> when all of them, you know, they're, they're DNA molecules in every every cell. Uh, when all of the DNA molecules enclosed in each cell are uncoiled and put end to end, it would be two times ten to the fourteenth power meters. Uh, to put that in perspective, that is uh, give or take seventeen round trips to Pluto. Damn! So it's not even a planet. How can you measure things by like distance to it's, Pluto? It's, it's a planet it's again. It's it, it's a planet again. Good. Mm, Jesus. Yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson revoked his uh, his statement, so I believe it is a planet again. And just because it's not a planet doesn't mean, you know, you can't measure the distance to it. Like, the sun's not a planet, but we still measure things in, in you know, with the light that it takes to get from the earth to, or the sun to the earth. So, you know, being a planet has nothing to do with, you know, how we measure distances. Okay. Nice fact. Ashes, let's stroll down to your vineyard. Welcome to my vineyard, darlings. Today we are going to be talking about a really delicious wine. Um, I kind of forgot it existed until New Year's Eve when my old roommate brought me a bottle and she was like, remember you used to drink this all the time? And I was like, oh my God, yes, I did because I loved it. It is a wine uh, from a vineyard in California. It is called Seven Deadly Zins. It is a Zinfandel. Uh, Zinfandel is kind of uh, more of a drier uh, red wine. Uh, pairs very nicely with like Italian food, red meats, uh, things of that, like like savory foods, things of that nature. Um, or if you're like me and you just like to drink it, you can just fucking drink it. Uh, so the Zinfandel is a sinful blend, uh, vibrant sweet bouquet of raspberry jam, molasses, and cinnamon. Um, and it has excellent oak integration, provides silken tannins and spice. It is just so wonderful on the palate. Um, like I said, it's nice and dry. When you initially take a sip, it has kind of like that nice 
kind of uh, dry berry flavor. Mm-hmm. But then as you as you swallow it, it has that nice spiced aftertaste. Uh, it's just so delightful. So it's called Seven Deadly Zins. You can pick it up, which is I uh, I actually initially what what initially turned me on to this wine was the name i thought it was so punny i'm like i i have to try this um so it's called seven deadly zins you can find it in your local liquor store sounds good there's another wine that i almost brought over to your party that i think it's called 19 crimes i don't know if you i've heard of that i haven't tried it yet but i saw it and like it has like the whole like prohibition type style to it and like each cork has a different um crime on it from what i've snapple bottle yeah, it's like a Snapple bottle. But better, more interesting. <laughs> yes. Before we do the Agent Nicole files, before we forget our wonderful battle. <gasps> yes. Is it time? It is, is time. It is time We've for a motherfucking throwdown. Throw Yay! <laughs> we did it right this time. <laughs> so, going on with our um, character discussion of Louise Belcher, the battle is the Belcher kids versus the Simpson kids. So, so that poll will be up on the Facebook page. Um, I mean, not even a contest. Not well, even a contest. Not even a contest. Not even a contest. Nope. Well, we will have to discuss it. We next will. We week. will keep. Yeah, we will keep our opinions to ourselves for right now. I'm looking at you, Patrick. I just yeah, said I it's not even a contest. Well, I I, I, I agree with you, but I know we have a difference of yes. opinions. So, um, anyways, yeah, hit us up on the Facebook page, you know, check out the poll, tell us what you think, and we'll discuss this next week. Yes. The and Belcher kids versus, versus the, the Simpson, Simpson kids. kids. In a prank war. That's what it is. A, it's prank, a prank war. war. No um, specific weapons, like high-tech weapons, just regular at home. Like, who would who would win in a prank war? The Simpson kids? Yeah. Or the Belcher kids. Oh my god! I mean, that's clear as day. I think. I know. I, know, I think. I think we're on the, the same, same page. page. Yeah, you're on the wrong page. Oh. Yeah. You're not even in the right book. Whatever. And now, when was the last time you read a book? Uh, all the time. <laughs> oh, that's a great answer. Well, he does. I, he does I read, read a lot, but that's time. because he poops a lot. So yeah. <laughs> you have not seen the library that I had to clear out of the bathroom so I could put a new library into the bathroom. He goes into the bathroom and he comes back out and he's just like, I just read Game of Thrones. It's like, well, you've been in there for eight hours. So, you know, hey, I need help because I can't walk because my legs fell asleep. On that note, hey, Agent Nicole. Save us. Nicole. Agent Nicole. Um, it's not really a file, what I'm going to talk about. It's something that I've actually been doing for the past couple of weeks. So if you follow me on Instagram, which is... And who doesn't? <laughs> um, if you haven't, I am at, at Cutter Spindell. It's a character from um, one of my absolute favorite television shows, Children's Hospital. Um, I'm doing a thing called Quota Day. So I take random quotes. Um, it might be something that we're doing at the moment or something I'm into. And I'm just, I'm freehand writing out a quote. And just, you know, there's so much negativity in this world. And I figured, why not do something, put my creativity to good use and 
spread some love, use funny quotes, nice quotes, sad quotes, just something to just, you know, get through the day. And it's something that I've um, been wanting to do. I, I have a friend who's like taking a selfie a day and I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to be taking selfies of myself and posting it on Instagram. So I figured put my uh, good creativity to good use and do a quote a day just to you know spread some love give somebody a good day or cheer somebody up so take there's a often look. a charming doodle included yes. with the quote yes i try to put a doodle with the quotes um today's or um these today is the six or i did um when we're recording this yeah i did a louise belcher one because we were recording one for today and it was um I can smell fear on you with her bunny ears. When um, I played that clip earlier. Yeah. Um, the couple of days ago, I did a dark helmet one. Um, yeah. So, you know, can, if, it's just something to spread good, positive vibes. So. Agent Nicole included a couple of quotes for me. Yes. I did care package to me, which I greatly appreciate. And you found it very, very sweet. You're welcome. One of the most thoughtful things I think anyone's actually ever done. Aw. Well, you know, it, there's so much negativity in this world and I figured do something positive just to make someone stay a little bit better. That's what I like to do. So um, take a look. Um, if you have any quotes that you want me to write out, I I have one. Shut up the fuck up. <laughs> Screaming like John Reese Davies getting a dick tattoo in a hurricane. That's going to spread so much positivity. <laughs> She's, it's, she's laughing. It's funny. I should just, I would just think drawing dicks all over it. <laughs> just I, think I just gin, don't know why you guys even try. <laughs> I heard that in a in a cracked video earlier today, and it was one of the funniest things I've ever heard. I have to watch the video to really no. enjoy. Really sorry, you guys have to deal with this. Context, <laughs> no context needed. Screaming like John Reese Davies getting a dick tattoo in a hurricane, like. What more context could you possibly need? But anyways, I think that's absolutely wonderful what you're doing, Nicole. Thank you. And I hope that you keep up with it as much I know. as you can throughout the, throughout the year. I think that, you know, more people need to be spreading more positive things, you know, uh, promoting positive energy and, you know, just 2017, do good shit. You yep. know, uh, that, that, that's that's my motto for this year do good shit I i've been leaving um, notes for nicole so yeah oh my work i know so if you're friends with me on facebook i have to post the other one um i at my desk i have a few little figurines and i have one with sherlock and patrick i walked in the next day and there's sherlock is holding like a broken up pen i don't know what it, the clip from a pen cap yep and so then he's like uh, it's something like, I'll, I'll get, get you, you Harry Potter. Potter, and then the... Um, Avada Kedavra. Yep. And then the next he one... He looks like Snape. He looks like... He like It's just like, this, the way the figure is, he looks like he's wearing like a black cloak. So the next one, I, I did a... Uh, he looked like a Gargamel. Yeah. I was like, ah, you're mine now, Papa Smurf. So I'll post that on Instagram, too, um, for chuckles, but... It's been a great episode, Stephanie. I want to thank you for coming back with us and joining us and having this wonderful conversation the past two uh, episodes. Anytime, ladies, and I guess Patrick. <laughs> well, we'll we'll have you back when uh, when we do what's her name there, Daria. 
Daria. We've got a couple episodes. Did you say what's her name? I totally blanked on her name. That's why, like, I couldn't remember. You blank on your face. Wow. What the hell is wrong with you? It's Daria Morgendorfer. Don't even. Don't act like you don't know. I know who she is. I just never really watched the show. But I just want to say thank you for taking the time and talking with us. And um, any more? Any more? Are you okay? I'm okay. <laughs> she, she was so. She was just so astonished that I had never watched the show. She <laughs> fell down and took all of her all of her stuff with her. No, my cats get a little unruly when it's past their dinner time. Oh, and Patrick and Ashes. It's nice, nice having another episode with you guys. You guys are awesome. No, this is what, 30, 30 Nicole, so cute. This is episode thirty. right? Happy thirty. Dirty 30. Dirty 30. Flirty 30. And then look forward to Nicole. Yay, in a couple of years. And we will see See you you next next Thursday. Thursday.